what we see is that those those universal lights, those variable universal lights a lot, we find out they don't perform as good as they illustrated when you bought them. And what we're finding is as the older you get, the cost of insurance increases. And so they're charging you more for insurance as you get older. And if you don't want to pay the higher premiums, what do they do? They take the excess premiums out of your cash value. And then uh, eventually your cash value is decreasing, not increasing anymore. And if you held it long enough, you could actually end up with nothing. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Welcome in to the Retirement Reality Podcast. We're talking about silver linings. It is the holiday season, so what's better than to find a little bit of a positive spin on some of the negative situations we face in life and figure out how to get through uh, what would normally be a tough circumstance, but figure out how we can best turn that into our favor and come out on a positive note financially. And we'll do that, as always, with Mike Koyanen, the founder and owner of Principal Preservation Services. Mike, it is the holiday season, as I mentioned. What's uh, yes. What's going on around your office? What do you guys do this time of year? Well, uh, being that the holidays are kind of middle of the week this year, we do take obviously some time off a little bit, just a couple of days for the Christmas holiday and a couple of days off for New Year's. But, you know, we keep pushing forward. We just find a lot of people in this industry kind of uh, back off a little bit in this season. You know, we push as hard as we can when we're here and we don't, we don't back off. But we're also, you know, doing end of the year planning for people. So it's a really important time not to be gone too much. So we'll take those days off for the holidays that are well-deserved and needed with family, but it is busy throughout the end of the year for us. So clients are still pretty active at this time of year, even though there's only a, you know, a week or two left in the, in, the, in the month? Yeah, they are. And what we're finding is uh, a lot of other advisors out there, we're finding they kind of back off a lot. They don't make themselves as much available, but our Decembers are one of our busier months of the year. Okay. And, uh, so we go against the grain of what a lot of people like to do. I mean, yeah, we like to, I like to have a Christmas break like my kids have from school, but that's not reality. We have to work. So we have to get, we got to take care of what needs to be taken care of. Well, if you're looking for someone then this open uh, around the holidays and into the new year, if you're trying to wrap things up and kind of make plans for 2020, Principal Preservation Services is the place to reach out to, and, and Mike and his team will take care of you. We talk about a lot of different things on this on this show, but they actually put those practices and those strategies to work for you. You can reach them online, principalpreservationservices.com, or you can call them at 855-987-8888. A lot of resources online, too, if you want to check them out and get a sense for what they do and, and how they help out their clients. But you know, hey, nothing better than to be ready for 2020, and these guys will help you That's do right. that. So we're going to try to help people out too today, Mike. Uh, we got some silver linings we want to pull out from some unfortunate financial situations. We're going to do that first, then we're going to have a couple of okay. mailbag questions to finish the show. So stick around to the very end. Got a couple of good mailbag questions that I think you'll get some good information out of. So let's begin with the silver linings. You know, not everything goes smoothly. In, fi in your financial life. I mean, it's much like your actual life. Things pop up, circumstances change, and a lot of times those circumstances are negative, things we don't plan for. So we're going to talk about these situations that retirees and pre-retirees face pretty commonly and help you find the silver lining in the midst of tough situations. So 
Let me throw out the first situation for you, Mike, and that's your company forces you into an early retirement. How can we turn this into a positive? Yeah, it, it sometimes it goes against what you want to do. Most people pick the date they want to retire and they want to be done, but sometimes the companies you work for, they make changes and uh, you're not part of that future change or that department they're getting rid of. We see this a lot. One nice thing about if that's going to happen, I, I'm just thinking about a, a recent client of mine that this happened to her. She wanted to work till 65, but was let, you know, they kind of downsized, got rid of her whole department at age 62. And so a lot of people want to get those last years of, you know, funding your social security and putting extra money aside. But one nice thing, because she had a lot of years experience was to get a nice big severance. And so, you know, granted that's taxable income, but usually you get a, a decent severance if you've been at a position for a good amount of time as well. So the severance will actually help. Maybe they'll give you six months, sometimes a year of severance, uh, depending on how long you've been there. And um, that actually helped her be able to stay retired. So even though she wanted to work, so the severance is nice, but also maybe it gives you the opportunity to find a job that you really enjoy. Yeah, It's easy to get burnt out in these, these jobs that you've been doing for 15, 20, 30 years. And uh, maybe you just don't enjoy it. You're good at it. You know, you, you can do it in your, your sleep in a sense, but you don't really get a lot of satisfaction in, uh, out of that. And so maybe it's that opportunity, maybe the combination with a severance to actually maybe get a part-time job that you really enjoy. So we find a lot of people have not needed to go back to, um, to a full-time position, but find maybe a part-time position that maybe only paid you know, a quarter of what they're making, but just a little bit just to actually bring some joy back in their life. And then lastly, I think, you know, maybe you just find out you're just, you can be totally retired and you just didn't know. Uh, sometimes being let go is a blessing in a sense where it forces people to get their retirement planning done. And we're finding is like a lot of times you don't even have to work if you don't need to. And Unfortunately, people are so busy with work, they didn't do the proper planning until, you know, that event happens. And now they're forced to make sure that their ducks in a row and find out their ducks were in a row. They just didn't know it. And now they actually don't have to go back to work. So it's just that peace of mind uh, knowing, seeing that those figures and those illustrations in front of you to know that if you want to go back to work, that's great. If you really love working, but don't stress yourself out if you have the money to be maybe a full-time grandma and grandpa now. Yeah, and if you were uh, able to find out that you're ready to retire after all, that'd be the ultimate silver lining. But that, that happens too. I mean, you, it, it you have clients. It happens that, more than people think, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So who knows? It's not the end of the road, though, if you uh, are forced into an early retirement. The next unfortunate situation, you got that life insurance policy, and then you find out your premiums are going up. Yeah, we see this a lot, and it all depends on what type of insurance you have. Obviously, a term insurance, you know, it's set for that specific term. You bought a 20-year term, those payments are set for 20 years. Now, they do go up after the 20 years, so you don't have to reapply for it, but those premiums jump up pretty drastically. And that's where I tell people, you're most likely not going to keep yeah, that term insurance when those rates start going up, unless... Maybe you just found out that you have maybe you know cancer or some other major health issues. You might want to keep paying those expensive premiums 
because the trade-off would be good for your beneficiaries. But what we see is that those, those universal lice, those variable universal lice a lot, we find out they don't perform as good as they illustrated when you bought them. And what we're finding is as the older you get, the cost of insurance increases. And so they're charging you more for insurance as you get older. And if you don't want to pay the higher premiums, what do they do? They take the excess premiums out of your cash value. And then uh, eventually your cash value is decreasing, not increasing anymore. And if you held it long enough, you could actually end up with nothing. So the whole point is um, there's a lot of different things you could do. You probably might not even need insurance, life insurance, when you are in retirement. If your house is paid off and other things are taken care of, you have enough retirement assets, is there a really big need for life insurance? And a lot of times clients really don't need that because if you're retired or, or soon to be, if your spouse is going to be taken care of, there's really not a huge need for that. Sometimes it's nice to have a, a little bit of a life insurance policy to cover for your funeral. So you know, at that point, we recommend if your rates are increasing through like a variable universal life, one of those universal life policies, you can do a 1035 exchange, a non-taxable event exchange into an irrevocable life insurance funeral trust. And that cash value will go into a funeral trust because we all know that's one policy that will pay out someday. And uh, at least that money will be put aside for an expense that's needed in the future so your kids don't have to uh, make sure they have to pay for your uh, burial someday. And uh, then you can get away from those payments and that's what we do with a lot of our clients. Okay, so one that I think uh, we see a lot of these days, and that's companies that have moved away from pensions, right? And they've started offering mm -hmm. their uh, their employees lump sum buyouts instead. So what's the positive in the lump sum versus the pension? Yeah, we're finding a lot more these lump sum options are more available. I, mean, I would think, see, years ago, the pension amounts that the, these companies were guaranteeing was uh, even if they offered a lump sum, it was the pension amount was actually a better deal for everybody. Okay. But now we're starting to see that it's kind of the tides of turns. And I would say more than half the time, the buyouts are a better option for the clients. Now, it all depends on when you retire. I actually met with somebody yesterday retiring at 60, good health, planning and good genetics in a sense where family is living in their 90s. I said, I think the pension amount is going to be best for, for that situation. But now you look at if somebody didn't have good health and um, maybe they're retiring later at 65, a lot of times we're seeing that the rollover is better. You roll it into a traditional IRA and we're, we're just, even if you, they made a four or four and a half percent average return, they're going to be so much better to take that amount because what happens? If you're married, if you took the pension, now you have to give... You could maybe take the large pension with the largest, which means nothing goes to your spouse, or do you give them the spouse 50% of your benefit if you pass on, or you can give them 100% to your spouse if you pass on, but you're taking reductions to do that. So what happens, uh, like a situation, you take, say, I'm going to give half of my pension to my spouse. Now my spouse passes on. What happens? Your pension is still locked at that reduced amount. Or here's the other option. You know, you both pass on, well, maybe 10 years in retirement, both husband and wife are gone, that pension is not going to the children. If you take that pension rollover, 
you're most likely going to have a, a large amount that's going to go to your beneficiaries, which you don't have that option by just doing the pension amount. The pension stops at husband and, and wife. It does not go to beneficiaries unless you take that rollover. Got it. All right. So the final one is, again, working, you know, it's a work-related question and, and something that we face a lot as pre-retirees are getting close to our retirement day. And all of a sudden, your company gets bought out and now you're, you're stuck having to get used to new management, a new boss, trying to get comfortable in a setting that you'd been so comfortable with for years. Yeah. And, and a lot of times that, that opens opportunity for a lot of things. So one thing that I had a client couple of years ago come to me, new management was adding a lot of unnecessary stress, which forced her to get some retirement planning done. And actually when we did the retirement planning, she found out she didn't have to keep working. And that just gave her the peace of mind to know that hey, I can quit anytime I'm okay. So that was a nice thing. But also a lot of these new uh, companies are allowing people to work more from home. And that might be a great option here, maybe, uh, you know, later on with this new company because they're trying to cut cost and, and have the ability to do your work at home for so they can actually save some money in an office space. But also op- opens up the opportunity for you to, um, that 401k plan that you might be, you know, handcuffed to in a sense because if you're under 59 and a half, you can't roll over those funds to an IRA unless maybe they change companies or there's a, a new ownership they give you this open window that you can have control over your 401k you have you can roll that into an IRA at that time and and anytime you have that opportunity to take more control over your funds as opposed to having these employer sponsor plans take advantage of that because you can pick where you want those funds to be you pick you know because a lot of these 401k 403b's you're limited to 10 to 25 investments and you might not be happy with hardly any of them. And you actually have a lot more control over that. So take that opportunity as a positive, and whether it's 401k or working from home those last few years, it might be a good situation for you. Well, no matter what the situation is, it's always about how you handle it, and there's always an opportunity on the other side. So you know, having an advisor that you can rely on, that you can bring a situation to and say, hey, I just got forced into early retirement, or hey, should I choose this lump sum? Is this going to work for me? You know, whatever it is, you know, Mike and his team at Principal Preservation Services can help with that, and they do help clients with this all the time. So if you come across a situation that, that has you down, you know, reach out and uh, figure out the best way because you can turn it into a positive and it can benefit you in the long run. Let's turn to the mailbag now. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. We're going to answer a couple questions from listeners. If you want to send something in, you can do so at principalpreservationservices.com. You can reach out on Facebook or you can call 855 987 8888. All three ways to connect with Principal Preservation Services. Of course, you can always stop in the office, either Woodbury or in Hudson, and ask directly, and we'll bring those questions onto the show. But we have a couple today that we thought were interesting, so we wanted to bring them on and ask Mike. So the first one comes from Andy, who says, I'm selling one of my rental properties in the next month or two, and I don't have plans to buy another one. So what's the best thing to do with the money from that sale? Well, there's a couple of things too. If you're looking to, to make that sale, Andy, sometimes you have to look at where you are tax-wise for this year. If we're getting towards the end of the year. You might want to coordinate it to make sure that sale happens in the best year for you tax-wise as well. So are you going to close in December? Would that be better? Or can you push it to the 
first week of January because that might be a better year for you to sell the house tax-wise. So as you're getting towards the end of the year, you have that maybe ability to push the closing out. Um, but if you don't want to get involved back in, in real estate again, there's a couple things you can do. Well, A, you get to pay your the capital gains that you've acquired on that property because it's an investment property, not a primary residence. A couple things, you can offset those capital gains that you've actually acquired through that rental property offset it by maybe some losses you might have in the investment world. So this has been a great year in the market so far. Uh, last year wasn't. So I know last year, some of my clients took some, got rid of some investments that were losses and that offset any gains that they had on any positive gains in the real estate venue. So they can offset a little bit. But there's another option you can do as well. And that's, you know, if you're not looking to get out of the real estate, we, we know that 1031 exchange is the the ability to transfer your real estate sale into another property. Well, if you're not looking to get another property, but like you like to have that income coming in, you can passively invest in real estate, not be an active landlord anymore. And there's programs uh, that our wealth management side does here in our office. And that's a, a Delaware Statutory Trust, DST, we call them. And you can actually invest in other income producing properties with a 1031 exchange and not be taxed all at once and get income throughout, uh, from that throughout time without having to be that landlord mentality. So there are some options out there. Every situation is different, but I just that's why it's so important to explore all those possibilities before you jump into that sale. So I hope that answers the question for you, Andy. A lot of information to consider and a lot of different options for you. So work with a professional to really sort out what's best for you and your situation. The second one comes from Helen, who asks, are there really no tax implications to rolling over my 401k? I don't really like the investment options I have in my 401k, but I also don't want to roll it over and then get hit with a big tax bill that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, and that's as long as it's done properly and you're not getting a check from your 401k company and cashing it, yeah, you're not going to have a tax bill. And so uh, we do a lot of 401k rollovers into IRAs. It is not a taxable event as long as you roll it into the the new custodian. And so like Fidelity, you know, everybody's heard of Fidelity, but we do a lot of Fidelity 401k rollovers into IRAs. Well, they actually send a check directly to the client, the client's home. But the nice thing I said, you don't cash the check, just bring the check here. We're going to overnight it to the custodian. And I said, it's not a taxable event because as you see in the check, it's made out to, let's just say TD Meritrade, mm-hmm. uh, FBO for business of your name. So that means it's already written out to TD Meritrade. It's not written out to you. Um, it's just for your benefit. So it's still not taxable. You know, what scares people is you get a 1099R after doing a rollover. The R just says it's a rollover, which is not a taxable event. What people don't understand is that R is, means it's not uh, income. I had a call earlier this year where the client says, I thought this 401k rollover was not going to be taxable. I go, it's not. She goes, well, I got 1099 and my, my tax person says I have to pay taxes on this money. And I said, are you sure the 1099 didn't say 1099R? And she went back and looked. She goes, it does. I go, well, you must be working with somebody new (laughs) because the R means it was a rollover. It is not taxable. They should have seen that right off the bat. But it caused uh, some unneeded stress on her. And then it was was all okay. Um, And when it was all said and done. 
I'm glad you told me that because I rolled over uh, an old 401k this year. So I'll probably get that 1099R this year, and I, I would have probably been yeah. freaking out for a second <laughs> had I not known that. So that's good. Yeah, don't panic. It was $1,500,000. That's not income. Yeah, yeah, good deal. All right. Uh, thank you, Helen, for the question. Again, if you want to send in a question to Mike and uh, the podcast, you can do so at principalpreservationservices.com, or you can call their office. Mike will bring the questions onto the show, and we'll ask him here, 855 987 8888. Check out Principal Preservation Services. Their office is over in Woodbury, Minnesota, and Hudson, Wisconsin, serving all that Minneapolis, St. Paul area, plus Western Wisconsin as well. Two great locations to find them. So set up an appointment and get your 2020 off to a good store. Or if you're still trying to wrap up 2019, you know these guys are going to be around. So make plans to uh, to be in touch with Mike and his team. So Mike, let's wrap it up on that note. Uh, appreciate the time. Hope you guys have a happy holidays, your family and your office as well. Yeah, thank you. Looking forward to having the holidays. Uh, Enjoy time with family. Take care. That'll do it for us on the Retirement Reality Podcast. We will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.